Hello everyone and welcome back to Behind Closed Doors. In my last episode, I was talking to you about toxic family. In today's episode, I wanna talk about family gathering. As you all know, the holidays are upon us. Thanksgiving is the first holiday we come upon for those that celebrate Thanksgiving. And what I'd like to talk about is that when families come together, a lot of stress comes with it. A lot of drama comes with it. A lot of toxicity comes with it. And somebody that struggles with their mental health, this is like the worst time for that person. You feel like you're trapped in a room with these people and you can't escape because you feel that it's necessary that you stay there and you talk to these people and you communicate with these people when really in your head you're screaming that you just want to run away. And that's the hard thing to do when you're at a family gathering or you're hosting a family gathering yourself. If people do not realize how stressful it is for somebody that struggles with mental health problems, for them to get through family gatherings. For people that are, I'd say, sort of antisocial due to social anxiety, it is hard to just be able to spark a conversation. Even if it is your family, it's hard to spark a conversation when you deal with social anxiety. And the thing is, is a lot of family members, they refuse to understand what it's like to have a mental health problem, a mental health illness, to struggle with your mental health. Now, there are ways that you can make family gatherings a lot stressful for yourself. One, plan ahead. Come up with a game plan. If you start to feel stressed at any time, find a way to escape that. Like, say Aunt Franny just keeps talking on and on and on and on and on about her dog. And you just feel like you need to roll your eyes in the back of your head. And it's just giving you a migraine listening to her talk about her dog. And the sad thing is, is in this scenario that I'm giving you, Aunt Franny keeps forgetting that her dog passed away five years ago. So you're listening to this story over and over and over again. How do you escape it? How do you get away without quote-unquote, hurting your, quote, Aunt Franny. Well, there are a few things you can do to walk away from that conversation. One, excuse yourself to go use the bathroom. Two, tell her you're not feeling too well and you need to go outside for some fresh air. Three, 
See if you can change the subject. I know it's not proper. It's not right to butt in when somebody is talking. But if you have a family member that just does not know how to shut up, speaking up and trying to change the stomach, the subject might get her to zip her lip and move on to something else. Because if multiple times throughout the whole family gathering, you've heard that story over and over and over again, it can get a little old and it can frustrate you. So instead of blowing up at your family member, just try those techniques. Just try those. Uh, if you come with a spouse or a partner or a friend uh, to a family gathering, come up with signals that you can use to tell that person you need them to come over to you and help you in the situation you're in. And then they can use their techniques to get you out of that situation. For example, pulling your earlobe. That could be a sign to the person you came with that you need them to come over and they need to have an excuse of why you need to walk away from this conversation. Tap your nose. That's another one. Subtle things could be, if you're carrying a glass, tap your glass. Make sure it's a, a ting, ting, ting noise that's loud enough for the other person to see. Another thing you can do is grab your cell phone and just shoot a quick text that you need the person to come over. Because I'm sure the person that's just yapping and yapping and yapping in your ear is not paying attention to actually what you're doing. They just want everybody to hear the same story over and over again. Other than that annoying relative that does not know how to zip his or her lip, there are other things that can cause you stress, sometimes panic, during family gatherings. And if you're a host, it's a lot more stressful on you because you want to make sure that everything is quote-unquote perfect for the family gathering. So you want to make sure that the food's okay, you know, done perfectly, the drinks are always full, and everything. You just want everything to be perfect. And here's the thing. Everything doesn't need to be perfect. Who wants perfect? Me? I don't care about perfection, okay? If the ch chip tray has been out for a couple minutes and you haven't noticed it, I'll come over and tell you the chip tray needs to be full. You don't need to constantly be walking around refilling food. You know, if you notice that it's low, then fill it up. If it's not low, don't be refilling things. Because in the end, after your family gathering, you might end up with a lot of stuff left out. Now, another thing that happens during family gatherings is you start to invite or are invited over to places where you have relatives that you haven't spoke to in a long time. Maybe you haven't spoken to this relative since you were a child. And now you're forced 
to communicate with this person that you barely know anything about because of lack of communication. So you don't know that Uncle Ted and Aunt Susie got a divorce, but yet they're still there at the gathering. And you approach them and ask them how their marriage is. How's the kids? Oops. Sorry, but Uncle Ted and Aunt Susie got divorced five years ago, and you weren't aware of it. But they still showed up to the family gathering out of respect that they are still friends with the people. Awkward moment, but you can recover from it. Another thing that is stressful during family gatherings is the noise. Everybody talking at once and you forget to bring your headache medicine and here you are with a throbbing migraine from people talking and talking and talking and you just feel like the room is just spinning out of control and you just want to escape. Best thing to do is when you get into a situation where a sound is overtaking your mind, causing you pain, causing you to just feel like you're going to panic if you don't get away, just remove yourself from the area. And if you have to, step outside. Step outside, clear your brain, get that peace and quiet before you return to the family gathering. Me, luckily, I don't have to deal with family gatherings. My family doesn't even talk to me anymore. And it doesn't bother me because that just proves that they think they're better than everybody else and they think they're better than me. Well, whatever. That's what you think. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. And it's those family that when you pass on, they're the ones crying and whatnot. And, oh, she's gone or he's gone. Oh, I'm so sad. No, you technically aren't because you should have communicated with this person when they were still alive. You should have cared for this person when they're still alive. Not wait until they're gone and then start whining about it. See, that's why I avoid family gatherings because... There are a lot of fake people at family gatherings. And I can pinpoint a fake conversation, a fake voice, whatever, from a mile away. Clear across the room. I can, I can pinpoint when somebody's using their fake voice to try to draw a crowd in to listen to their delusional world. Especially coming from a toxic family member. So family gatherings are not my thing. But some people can't avoid them. Unlike I can avoid them, some people can't. Me, technically, I feel sorry for those people that can't avoid them. But if you have to attend a family gathering, prepare yourself ahead of time. Uh, do some relaxation techniques before you head out. Meditate a little bit. Listen to soft, soothing music before you go. Listen to it while you're in the car heading to the family gathering. 
write down things that you can think of that would be helpful for you during this family gathering. The night before your family gathering, go to bed early. Go to bed early. Or take a nap before you got to get ready for your family gathering. That way you feel refreshed and you feel ready to go out to the family gathering. And the thing is, is after the family gathering's done, it's over with, you're back in the vehicle heading home. You still have that stress in your head, the stress in the body, just all over stress is still connected to you because you have all this still in your head, like voices are echoing, sounds are echoing, and it just nags at your brain. And when you get home, my suggestion is, is take off your shoes and just collapse on your bed. Take a nap. Believe me, you deserve it. If you just put up with, I don't know how many family members, 20 plus family members at a gathering, you deserve a nap. You need time to recharge your internal battery so you can go on with your day. And I don't know how people do it, but there are people out there that during the holiday, they're going to multiple family gatherings. Oh, no, 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 no. That is not something I could do. That's not something I could handle. With my mental health the way it is, no, you're lucky if I can get through one family gathering. But if you go to multiple family gatherings, say in the same day or the next day after one, do the same thing. You know, take a, take a nap before you got to go to the next family gathering. Recharge. Even if you can't recharge your internal battery completely, just recharge it enough so you are ready to face it all over again. Now, I want to end this episode with, I know I threw a lot of information at you and I threw a lot of ideas at you and I hope that you grasped at everything that I said. As always, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions about my episode or my podcast, feel free to email me at behindcloseddoors.podcast23 at gmail.com. And with that, I'd like everybody to have a wonderful day, wonderful holidays, and I will talk to you all next time.